What's going on, everybody? It's episode 19 of the Wise Guys Podcast. We're back. Another week, another episode, man. Neek, tell them what we're getting into today. Yo, we talking the fight, man. We're My talking. boy Tio, shout out him, man. Four belts. Isn't that crazy, bro? 23. Yeah, man. Youngest four belt champion of all time, Teofimo Lopez, man. He pulled off the upset against Lemachenko, and he fought a great fight, man. He looked like the vet. Yeah, he didn't fight any scrub, I'll tell you that. Lomachenko is definitely, definitely decorated. He's a real good fighter. I'm surprised that one judge gave it. What did he give it? What did he score it? 19, 29? Uh, yeah, what was it? I'm not too sure. Um, it was at least a 10-point difference. I remember that. And was it was crazy. They've been talking about it on ESPN, and that's crazy because I thought Lomachenko put up a good fight. But I had T.O. since the beginning. You know that, bro. Yeah, man. Like I said, I mean, Lopez showed out and he fought an incredible fight. I watched every round of that fight. And I got to tell you, man, he looked incredible every single round, man. He he fought smart and boxing's like a chess game, man. We've said that before. So, I mean, he moves to what? I think 16 and 0 now. And it's, I think he's got 13, 12 knockouts. And Lomachenko is now 14 and 2. I mean, they're honestly, their amateur careers looked a whole lot different, though. I mean, let, let's put that out there. I mean, yeah. Lomachenko went 396 to 1 and only had one loss as an amateur. Compared to Lopez, he went 150 and 20. So, to me, that's just, like, incredible that Lopez came in and, I mean, he, he won, man. So Yeah, he definitely, I don't know, I see a bright future in him. I can't wait to see who he fights next, honestly. I could definitely see him being, like, star-studded. Maybe on some Mayweather type tip. I don't know. We'll see. Funny you bring Mayweather up, man. He actually came up fighting and training in Mayweather's gyms. I don't know if you knew that, but yo, no, nah, I didn't. That's crazy because I could see the same kind of heart in him. Like I don't know, they had that same mentality. I'm hype. He's from Brooklyn. I always appreciate Brooklyn fighters, even though we're from Jersey, bro. I don't know. There's something about them Philly Brooklyn fighters. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, and actually not many people know this either, but he represented Honduras in the 2016 Summer Olympics. And to me, that was incredible to find out as well. I mean, that was just... Yeah, to be the age he is and uh, have the things, the accomplished the things he's accomplished so far, it's definitely hats off to him. But let's get into something different. I know, I know we didn't want to do this, but let's talk them Cowboys. Man, he switched it up quick on me there, so... I, I you know I I could go on all night about how I feel with my Cowboys right now. I mean the Cowboys are crumbling, and it's just it's sad to see, man. It's kind of like the you know how it started, kind of like how it's going type of thing that you know that trend that's going. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What it what it was compared to be versus what it is is two different things. So, yeah. um, definitely like caught me off guard the whole season. Dak getting hurt. I mean. Everything, our defense being as trash as it is, I think we have like the worst defense in the league right now. So yeah, now what's now what's your take on the, I don't know, the whole locker room talk? Do you think it's the coaches? Do you think it's the players? Do you think it's both? What's your thoughts on that? Well, I'm gonna tell you this. I think the Cowboys team um, has it right within the players. Uh, I think the coaching is off. I can clearly see that. I mean, they look like you know lifeless when they're out on the field. I mean, the defense. The offense, I mean, there's just no adjustments throughout the whole game. And now players are speaking up on that. So I don't really think it's the players necessarily in the locker room. I think it's the coaching. I think they're frustrated because they dealt with 10 years of Jason Garrett. Now they expected a fresh, clean slate start. And now look what we're 
what they're dealing with. I mean, there's no adjustments made in the games, and they just don't look how they were expected to be. I don't know. A hot take of mine is I really – I know this is crazy, bro, but they should not have traded Byron Jones away. Like, I think he was a solid piece for that defense, even though he kind of – what was he injured a couple times? I think – I don't know. I, they definitely shouldn't have traded him away. Well, uh, I know the salary cap was a big part, but yeah, there's, I mean, there's two parts to that. I mean, I was a Byron fan. I mean, he was definitely great to have on the team, uh, pro bowl cornerback. I mean, he definitely shown his worth and he's proven his worth in the league, but I think it came down to money. Obviously he wanted a lot of money. They had to sign a lot of other guys. Um, and to me, I think there's other issues too. Like he never, he was never a takeaway cornerback. He had great coverage, though. I mean, he was a great cover cornerback, but he could never take away the ball, and that was one of the issues they had with him. There was never any takeaways, never any, you know, like, it was just. Definitely, man. Uh, I bet you wish you had that Steelers defense, huh? Oh, man. (laughs) Steelers defense. We've said it. Shout out Mika Fitzpatrick, man, my boy going off. What are you going to pick six? Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. And, again, the Steelers defense continues to awe me, like, every week. They come in and they 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 just they demolish Baker, teams. Baker. <laughs> yeah, they they demolish teams, man. I mean, the Steelers are five and zero. Oh. Yeah, they're killing it right now. Ben staying healthy. I think that's the key to the Steelers. That's that's just the key. That's been the key for years. Ben Roethlisberger stays healthy. Steelers are scary. Bottom yeah, man. I mean, he's a leader in the locker room. As people continuously he's doubt that he is. I just know that he is, just by the way that our team plays. And shout out Juju for being so young and being the leader that he is. Oh, I Definitely. I think Juju has a great attitude for the team. I think Ben and him get along. And I think Ben's a great leader, despite what anybody wants to say. Ben Roethlisberger has been one of the most consistent quarterbacks in the league, in my opinion, for the last 10-plus years, I would say, growing up. Of course. He's been playing since we were <laughs> Yeah, he's we were the reason boys, I'm so. a Steelers fan myself, because we won that 2005 yeah. Super Bowl against the Seahawks. So, again, I'll say it again. If Ben Roethlisberger is healthy, Steelers are scary. Don't matter who's on the team. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger, just his football IQ alone, is, is, is it's just insane. I mean, it's yeah. unmatched. Yeah, no, definitely. And shout-out uh, 7-Eleven, because we always open. <laughs> Big Ben, Chase Claypool. That duo is going to be at least a year and a half longer. I think Ben's got another another solid year, probably. Yeah, I'd say if he has a successful year this year, um, stays healthy this year, I think he comes back next year for sure. Yeah, definitely, because it's sad to see what's happening in New Orleans. Um, Drew Brees isn't looking so hot. I don't know what's going on there. Hopefully it's just a slump, because I like Drew Brees, even though what happened in the offseason was kind of eh to me. I always rooted for Drew Brees. I can't lie since I was younger. So I kind of want to see that turn around because the Saints are contenders. I definitely think the Saints are definitely still contenders. Uh, to me, I feel like they're dealing with other issues being injuries. I mean, Michael Thomas being out all yeah, year kills you see him fighting the people at practice or his teammate at practice? Yeah, and I think his – well, his attitude kind of – I think that wears on the team as well. But I think Brees is a good enough leader to keep that together. But – it's it's definitely still hurting him with him being out this year with dealing with that injury and you know but who knows I think the Saints are bottom line I think they're still contenders though at the end of the day you can never count them out yeah man definitely never count the Saints out but I want to know your take on who's gonna win the NFC the NFC as a whole yeah the whole NFC who's gonna take the NFC and then I'll get to you on the AFC I gotta I gotta still rock with how I've been rocking uh, I gotta say Seattle man. 
Seattle is... Yeah, man, they're expected to get AB. <laughs> yeah, I just heard that earlier today. They're expected to sign Antonio Brown. Whether or not they will, who knows? It's definitely a possibility. Russ and him were working out in the summer. Yeah, I don't know if you remember they, that they're, video. They're definitely friends, and their quarterback, Geno Smith. I don't know if you guys remember Geno. <laughs> <laughs> he is on the Seahawks, and yeah. him and AB are friends. So. Yeah, so maybe they'll you know reunite, but who knows, man? I think this, But Seattle, bottom line, I think they're definitely in it. They're they're my favorite for the NFC. Yeah, got? man, I'm I'm rocking with Seattle, but I might have to just stay with the Bucks, man. I don't know. I haven't seen them at a full health yet. When they had Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette fully healthy, Mike Evans fully healthy, like OJ Howard fully healthy. You know what I mean? But we'll see. I do like Seattle. Though. I do like Seattle. Yeah, I you know Metcalf again. He's a freak of nature. Uh, you got you know Lockett still. You know I think he's got enough weapons to get it done over there. Um, Russ Russ is just incredible, and I think he's having an MVP year as well. So and don't sleep on them Bears, bro. I don't know. Might be a little fool's luck, but you never know, man. They're five and one. Yeah, you know how I feel about the Bears, but <laughs> it is it is a shock in me that they're five and one right now. I think Nick Foles definitely helped them out, and I think the Eagles are missing him right now. But <laughs> yeah, that's definitely. That's I just definitely had to facts. sneak that in there real quick. But man, let's keep it going. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry's game yeah, in AFC man, two hundred and twelve yards, two touchdowns. Man, he had a crazy performance. Derrick Henry's he's speaking of freaks in nature, man. He's one of them. He's yeah, a beast. He's definitely a cheat code, man. I don't understand how he's too damn a guy big. could be that tall, that big, and run that fast. Like he is too damn big to be playing running back. I don't know. He should be that like linebacker or yeah. something. <laughs> he, he looks like a DN, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but I would Alabama say, produces them running backs, man. Alabama, Najee Harris. Alabama in general just produces big players, man. They just got they breed big football players out yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> But speaking of which, man, D. Henry, them Titans, the Steelers, the Chiefs, the Ravens. I could go on, man. Who you got in the AFC? AFC, man, I got to go with the Chiefs, like I've been saying, uh, Patrick Mahomes. But you know I always say it, too. Got to give credit to the to Pittsburgh. Uh, I think yeah. they have a real shot. Anybody in the AFC is, is giving Thank the Chiefs you. a run for their money. It's Pittsburgh or the Titans, for sure. Yeah, definitely, man. I like our chances. I like... As long as we stay healthy, as long as nobody else gets injured, I'm so sick that Devin Bush just tore his ACL. That's a big loss for our defense. But they said we were looking to pick up somebody. I know we didn't have any workouts today, but I'm confident that our coach – I'm confident that Mike Tomlin won't let us go down without picking up somebody. You know what I mean? Because that was a big loss. Can't lie. No, and, and you guys make adjustments where it's needed. You guys have been known yeah. for that. So no problem. Tomlin will figure that out if need be. But I think the Steelers are giving the Chiefs a run for their money in the AFC this year. And don't, if not, don't sleep on the Bills, man. The Bills, because I, I'm even though the Titans the blew them out, that yo, the Bills are still scary. Nah, honestly, and I, I've been giving credit to them as well. The Bills grabbing Stephon Diggs in the offseason uh, to give to Josh Allen, who's an incredible quarterback, young QB in the league coming up, probably one of the best. Um, and I, you know, I think giving him that that weapon was just the right move. 
Um, they got guys over there even that don't make as big as an impact, like Cole Beasley, ex-Cowboy. Yeah, man. Still, still doing, making moves for them. So I think it's just, you know, they got, they got the right pieces over there. Devin Singletary, I think he's a pretty solid running back. Have him in fantasy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so speaking of fantasy, though, Derrick Henry, 65 points, y'all. Yeah, that's crazy, man. <laughs> Insane. Yo, and I got the dub. That's just unfair. That dude shouldn't even be able to play running back, like. Just a bowling ball. A, a defensive end that can run like a running back, and, and that's Derrick Henry. So that's what you got. Yeah, man. But how about them Eagles? <laughs> what do you think the problem is in Philly, man? You think it's Wentz? You think it's the defense? You think it's the injuries? You think it's Doug Peterson? Uh, for me, I mean, as an outsider looking in, Cowboys fan looking at the Eagles, I think the issues that I see clearly – is their injuries, I'll give it to them, they deal with, they have like a bad luck spell over there in Philly yeah, or something, man. man. Every year they're dealing with a lot of injuries. It's actually pretty crazy. Um, but I would say injuries and definitely Doug, Doug Peterson, definitely. But speaking of football, though, uh, I think we got some callers on again this week. So, yeah, man, man we got our boy JB Yo, from Cherry Hill. JB from Cherry Hill. He's a huge Eagles fan. On. I know he's been uh, pretty heated about this season. We'll see what he has to say, man. JB from Cherry Hill. <laughs> Definitely, man. We're going to see what he's got to say. What's up, JB? What's How you doing, on? bro? Yo, what's up, boys? What's up, Nico? How you living? Shit, I'm great, man. I'm here to talk to them Eagles. Man, what's up with you, man? How how you feeling about the season? What's going on, man? <sighs> Listen, what's going on, guys? Listen, you know, I just want to say, uh, you know, I was listening to the last podcast. I just want to say, you know, respect Dak Prescott. Hope he gets better, speedy recovery. I heard he's past the infection stage. That was a rough injury, you know. So, you know, respect to Dak Prescott out there, speedy recovery. Just want to say from an Eagles fan. Definitely but, appreciate uh, that. From a Cowboys yeah, fan. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, he's one of the good guys in the league. And, yo, and real quick, yo, if Dak Prescott's agent is ever listening, all you got to do for that money next year is send him some video of Andy Dalton playing. <laughs> you know, because Arizona, like, it's worth that every penny. <laughs> Every penny, but uh, but yo, I want you to know, uh, you know, I was just rewatching this Eagles game, the Baltimore game, because you know, I I think that uh, I, I after watching the game, you gonna ask me how I feel about it. I think the Eagles are one of the worst coach teams that I've ever seen, like that this year true. anyway. Like, and it's like they can't put together a whole game; they just can't do it. I've been trying, and I was talking to one of my boys about it the other day. I was like, yo, I can't think of a game that Carson Wentz has played that I've like enjoyed as a football fan in since before his knee injury. It's like, he gets out there. He can't make the soft touch passes. He looks awkward when he's running. I don't know. Doug doesn't do him any favors. So here, here's what I'm saying, right? I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna pull it together. I'm gonna pull it together for you. I promise. So I'm watch, I'm watching this Baltimore game. And I'm rewatching it and making my little notes here. And I'm looking. So to start the second quarter, the Eagles had 12 total yards of offense. 12. Wow. You know what I mean? And I think it was like negative four yards rushing and whatever, 15 or 16 yards passing. And, you know, it's Doug Peterson. It's the play calls. You know, that the, that game was not as bad. The defense didn't play as bad against the Ravens as the score might indicate. Because if you look at it, Carson Wentz, he fumbles that ball on a weird option play that he shouldn't have been running in the first place. So that's Doug's fault. Exactly. But like, but you know, you know the one I'm talking about. I think it was the start of like the second time they had the ball, their second drive. He runs up on the top of the screen and even fooled the cameraman. 
Not because it was a great fake, just because like only an idiot would run that option <laughs> play there, you know. And then, uh, and, and you know, Carson because he's all arms and legs when he's running. You know what I mean? Like he just looks awkward. And you know, some dudes just get blown up when they get hit. I don't know what it is. It's like some dudes don't. Like Russell Wilson never gets blown up, but Carson Wentz, like he gets exploded. Every time someone hits him, he's like flying across the field. So the ball comes out. You turn, you give the ball back to Lamar Jackson on like the 20 whatever yard line it is, 25 yard line, right? It's like that's going to be, and then he scores. I mean, that's not your, your defense as well. I mean, you're giving Lamar Jackson all that, you know, to go 20 yards. And I'm not defending Jim Schwartz, by the way, because he's been. He's been terrible. Oh, but. man, horrible. Yeah. yeah, I don't think Philly's too happy with Jim Schwartz right now. Nah, but you know what? I mean, like I said, I, I don't I don't hate the game that he played. You know, Lamar made some crazy plays. He's going to get his, um, you know, yeah. Nick Boyle, the backup tight end. You know, because yeah, I was watching a lot of the bigger plays, and it was like Mark Andrews would clear out, like, the safety and corner help and just leave this dude boil one-on-one with whatever like 10th string linebacker we got playing today you know what i mean so yeah. you know, i don't hate that but I'll, I'll tell you this you know the, the game was lost in in the first quarter or the first half when doug decides to go for it on that fourth and one and can't get it oh it's like, i was gonna say that exact thing <laughs> that fourth down ruined it and also in the third quarter when he decided to go for that two-point conversion when he should have just kicked the field oh my god yeah, yeah that dude Oh my! What do you think? What do you think your boy was doing watching that game? I was like, <laughs> I'm like pulling. Yeah. I'm telling you, yo. So it's like, I mean, you guys watch the game, or I, I mean, you know what's going on with it. It's you're in the first half, and like you haven't been able to get anything going. Yo, I know it's fourth and one. I know you're like way down there, and you think, you know, if we just get this, uh, if we just get this, you know, first down, we're gonna have, you know, first and ten on like the nineteen or whatever it would have been. Exactly. And it's like, but I look at it like, all right, Doug, like, what has your team done to show you that you're gonna get back down here? You exactly. gotta get points. You gotta get points. And it's like the first half. You don't know how the second half is gonna go. You're gonna make your adjustments and do your thing. And what happens? It's like you wind up losing that game by two. Right, because you got to go for the two point conversion because you don't kick the three in the first half like an idiot, yeah. like a total idiot. <laughs> and, and it's just like, and then you miss the fifty two yarder at the end with that. And I, you know, and again, you know me, I call it like I see it. I think it was a little. I think Carson sold that rough in the past or called oh, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> oh yeah, end. but yo, I'll take it. I mean, they hit him up yeah, a little. Yeah, you gotta high, do. What you gotta you, do. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I'll take that. But it's like, and then you don't. You miss that one too. So it's like this, right? Because yeah. I've been watching, you know me, I, I love my birds and everything, but I, and I watch them every week. But every week they come out, they just don't come out prepared. And, you know, you can say they got injuries. Yo, everyone's got injuries. It's football. And I know that they're they're decimated on the offensive side, but, like, yo, it's 2020, it's COVID. Nobody had training camp. Everyone's beat up everywhere. Exactly. Everywhere. Yeah. The, yeah. You know? Woo. I don't know what's going on with them athletic trainers, man. <laughs> Dude, I don't know either. Yo, I, 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 yo, I got, I got to keep it real on that one. It's like uh, they probably share it with the Sixers too, because like Joel can't stay healthy, Ben can't stay healthy. It like nobody be, in the yeah, it seems to be a Philly trend. <laughs> yo, ever yo, yo, for real. Like, I mean, I, maybe I the Chargers doctors in there stabbing lungs. I don't know. <laughs> yo, oh, yo, I, yo, we're really like we're running like a we're like running neck and neck. <laughs> who can be the biggest bozo with doctors with our athletes? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Oh, but you know, 
But you know, I, I do want to say respect to Miami Heat. To, he, re, Miami hey, Heat, though, respect Jimmy you, Buckets. Man. You know what I mean? I was rooting you guys in. Hell just want yeah. you to know. Definitely. Uh, yeah, we appreciate you yeah. being on the show, man. It's JB from yeah. Cherry Hill. Thank Hell you for yeah. calling in, brother. Anytime, go birds. Hey. hey. <laughs> Thank you, JB. <laughs> All right, man, that was JB. Got our first so, caller on. We got one more caller. No, we got two more callers yeah, on. Yeah, man, we got, so we got our boy Tommy coming on from Swedesboro. Yeah. So we're going to get Tommy on the line here. Yeah, Tommy. He is a Vikings yeah. fan. So uh, be prepared. See what he's got to say, man. Let's see what he's got to say. Talking about Mike Zimmer. <laughs> that coaching, man. Let's see Oh, Mike man. Zim, Mike Zim. What's Let's going go. on, Tommy? How you doing? How you feeling, Yo, Tommy? Bro, how you doing? Shit, I'm great, man. How are you feeling about week six, man? Yeah, man, we want to know. How you feeling? Man, I mean, y'all know I read my Minnesota Vikings very, very hard, and I'm feeling horrible. Week six was a shit show. Huge loss to the Atlanta Falcons. Disgraceful. I'm calling for Mike Zimmer's job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I got to get into over. it. It's over. Hey, man, let me tell you something. I can relate because I'm coming for Mike McCarthy's job. So, it's all right. Yo, I'm on the same team as you for that one, bro. Mike McCarthy looks like a shit show, too. Oh, man, yo. He's not. Aaron Rodgers is looking nice. (laughs) Aaron Rodgers definitely looks like he uh, got the better part of that divorce. Oh, yeah. (laughs) How How you feeling about Justin Jefferson, man? That's the that's the one highlight this year. You know, the the one thing I'm seeing, we got a rookie that's top five and receiver right now. You know, he's up there top five with Diggs. That's obviously where we need him to be, considering that's kind of the role he was taking on when we traded that first round pick and got Jefferson with that pick, traded for that first round pick. So, you know, he's stepping up in a way we need. But as good as his numbers are, a lot of it comes in garbage time. Like we shouldn't be losing you know, double-digit games to Atlanta. Exactly, bro. You know, it's great to see him 166 and two TDs, but how much of that is coming in the time where the game's been over? Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. So, I, how you feeling about yeah, man? I mean, look, you guys have a great receiving core over there in Minnesota. Uh, like you said, Jefferson coming in, he's coming in hot. I think he kind of he, he <laughs> makes that Diggs trade look a little less bad. Yeah, you know I was going to say. I would agree. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yo, as a Vikings fan, when we lost Diggs, like, I always tell people as a Vikings fan that beating the Saints is my Super Bowl. So when I watched that Minneapolis miracle play with that crazy Diggs touchdown in the playoffs, like that's one of the biggest sports moments in history for me. So like losing Diggs for me, that was definitely a huge blow. You know, when we're sitting there in the first round and we're looking at the receivers that are there, you know, we know we're going to kind of make up ground for that. But, you know, you look at Stefan Diggs in that Buffalo offense right now, he's tipping it up. He's out there every play, putting in the effort, making crazy catches, fighting for extra yards. Like, that's the type of intensity that I feel like our team is missing. You know, as good as Jefferson is, as much as he could play, like, yes, it's kind of a leadership thing that we're missing as well. Yeah. Definitely. And, I mean, you guys still got Thielen. And Adam Thielen, I mean, he's great. I think he, he definitely still helps your team out for sure. Uh, but, you know, Jefferson kind of fills the void athletically and for that position. But, like you said, the locker room, I don't know. But um, So how you feeling about the injury with uh, Kirk Cousins, though? How you feeling about Kirk Cousins? Um, obviously he went out there and threw three picks. That was pretty bad. I think the the thing about Kirk is like the inconsistency, where it's like last year around this time, maybe a few weeks earlier, week four, week five, we were ready to pack it up on Kirk again. And then he comes out there, had a statement game against the Giants, goes off winning, you know, the next few games and really putting us back in the playoff hunt. So 
as much as I've been here before on the lower side of the heartbreak, even if he starts making this comeback, doing this, we win six games in a row, I'm still going to be, you know, going on with caution because he could go out there and throw for less than 150 yards in a game randomly like he did against San Francisco in the second round. Exactly, man. And this this Dalvin Cook injury isn't helping at all. Like, you know what I mean? I no, had Alexander even, even Madison on my that. family, my fantasy team, and he got me yeah, no bro, points. Even, like. <laughs> even going back to that injury, like, you think about that game against the Seahawks, we were, we were doing our thing. We were running all over them, had an early lead. We let a few bogus touchdowns. We get back on top. We're playing decent. We're running clock out. And then, you know, it's the two-minute warning, fourth and one. We got our backup on the sideline, or backup in the game because our because Dalvin Cook's on the sideline. We're up five. We're in field goal range. You got to kick that ball. You can't try to run fourth and one with the backup running back as good as Madison is against Seattle, where we could damn near be the only loss on their schedule right now. That's an undefeated team that we were looking to win in the face that we blew that game by making that call. And that's another reason I'm coming for Zimmer because, you know, you didn't see this type of leeway with Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, that band's been to the Super Bowl. He was a quarter away from winning the Super Bowl, bar one of the biggest collapses in playoff history. But, <laughs> I mean, you think about Dan Quinn was 0-4, and him and the general manager are walking out the door. Yeah, They come in and get a win on us. What does that say about us? Exactly. Mike Zimmer, Mike Zimmer, we've always been preaching, you know, defense wins champions, defense wins championships. But we got two 40-point games on our head in six weeks, Packers and Falcons. You know, we let 28 from the Colts. 23 from the Texans in a win, 30 from or 31 from the Titans, and then we make that horrible call to blow the game against Seattle. It's like, you know, we sit here, it used to be Zimmer's defenses, Zimmer's defenses. Now it's looking like, where's the defense, Zimmer? You heard it, man. Tommy's coming for Zimmer's job, so. <laughs> it's got to be done, man. He's very unhappy. Somebody has to. <laughs> He's very unhappy. But, uh, man, I got one more question for you, bro, before we let you go. Let's hear it. We want to know, what's the early Super Bowl prediction from the Vikings fed? Let's hear it, brother. You know, I was looking, I was actually having this conversation uh, with two of my boys the other day. I'm definitely looking at those undefeated teams right now. You know, Steelers look clicking on all cylinders. I think the Titans are scary good. Um, Out of the NFC, you got to think that Seattle, Seattle's going to walk out of the NFC. Looking at all the teams right now, as good as all these divisions are, you know, shout out to NFC West for coming with way more competitive energy than the NFC East. Oh, yeah. You don't see that. <laughs> yeah. That's not I don't, as, as good as the Packers offense looks, I think that game against the Bucks, they kind of got exposed. Oh, yeah. Um, the Bucks look nice. They're getting their, the, you know, their core is getting a little bit settled in. Rojo is rolling. The I think Bears. I'm going to give you them ba- the Bears, no. <laughs> Thank you. Thank time. you. Guys, always praising the Bears. Thank you. I'll give you my uh, championship predictions. We're going to see Titans Steelers. I know that's going to come yes. sounding crazy because you're not seeing hey. no Lamar Jackson, no Pat Mahomes. We're going to see Titans Ooh. and Steelers in the AFC chip. Hey. And we're probably going to be looking at the Bucks and the Seahawks. I like and it. I like my, it. I like it. I'll tell you that's for accurate. Super Bowl. We're going to see some Steelers, Seahawks. And you know what? I think this could be the year that Big Ben really puts, punches his Hall of Fame ticket again and again and again. Hey, hey man, he stays healthy. He goes and gets this first ballot like he already wasn't, but first ballot. Come on. No, I love to hear that, man. Steelers fans are done. That offense looks better than they have in in years. And that defense, obviously, man. I think Tomlin's coach of the year right now. That's what I'm saying, man. Couldn't have said it better. Tommy's preaching them facts, man. Yo, shout out Tommy. 
Yeah, man. Shout out to Steelers. Shout out to Seahawks. Shout out to Titans. All the undefeated teams. Shout out. Shout out to Wise Guys Podcast. Anybody hey, man, listening? We appreciate you. Stay bro. safe. Stay healthy out here. You know, it's a crazy time. Stay safe. Yo, you drink well, that man. water. Mask up. You know. <laughs> Hell <laughs> yeah. Hydration and get the mask on. Be easy, yo. Yeah, Shout man. out Tommy from Swedesboro. Tommy from Swedesboro, yo. Peace, man. Man, yeah. so that was our second caller tonight. We have one final caller coming on the line. We got our boy Dan from He's Running Eagles the Eagles fan, right, bro? Yeah. Hey, we mixing it up. Yep. Well, yep. not yet. Eagles, Vikings, Eagles. So, you know what I mean? I'm obviously Steelers, yeah, so Bull gonna, Cowboys. <laughs> we're going to hear what he's got to say. We got Dan from Running Me coming on the line. Yo, bro, what's going on? Yo, what's going on, man? What's up, man? How you feeling? Feeling good, bro. I'm actually chilling. About to have a couple drinks. Just ordered some food. I'm chilling, man. How y'all living? Good, man. We good, good man. We good over here. Just about to talk that week six football, man. How you feeling as an Eagles fan? Yeah, we want to know how you're feeling about them birds. That's why we're calling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, fellas. I can't lie. It's a disgrace. You know, I'm really, I'm really sick about all Philly sports in general. Can't lie, to you. Flyers gave it a fight. Flyers gave it a fight. You can't knock them, but oh, Sixers shit in the bed. Yep. Phillies shit in the bed. Yep. Oh. And now the Birds, I don't even know what they're doing, man. It's a disgrace. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, flat out disgrace. But so who do you? Th- I who, mean, who would? What do you think's the issue in Philly right now? Would you say it's coaching? So I can't lie. Would you say what? What is it? Doug's got balls, and that's what got us the Super Bowl. Now, I think he's being, you know, he, he might have to switch up his coaching strategy, you know? Yeah, it's just not going to work. But the other thing is, I personally feel like we should have got rid of Wentz right when he came back from his injury. He was still valuable. We could have got someone very good for him. Now, it's clear his value's dropped. 100%. 100%. And I honestly, I always say that. I always say Philly and Eagles fans hate to hear it, but I always say Philly was way better yeah. off trading him when his value was higher before that, well, when he came back from the injury, keeping and goals I, and trying to draft, you know, a young quarterback like they did in the second round. <laughs> exactly. You drafted another quarterback anyway, and I can't knock Wentz, though. He did get us to the Super Bowl, maybe not the Super Bowl, but he got us to the playoffs. I mean, he really helped the team, but that was before the injury. Exactly. I mean, no, he's not, it's before the injury. And he's, yeah, he's got the most heart. You know, he's a great guy. Like, I fuck with the player. Don't get me wrong. But I just personally, I don't know. I feel like it was a smart decision to get rid of him when he was still valuable. When the value was Why high. take the risk? Yeah, you, exactly. you know that you got, you know you got some people that you could get for him. He's valuable. Exactly. And I think I think if, you know, they could have got the job done with Foles and a young quarterback in the draft, like I said, which they wound up doing. So I think, you know, trade it. They could have got a bigger piece, you know, who knows, maybe on defense, which they could use some help on. Uh, or a wide receiver, who knows? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm glad they had picked up Darius Slay, which is a huge piece to their team. But I feel like yeah. you guys should have invested in a uh, linebacker, a better linebacker, like Patrick Queen. Oh my God! Don't yeah. even get me started on that. Yeah. But you guys at least could have picked up one from free agency. Like, and Queen's been killing shit too, so it's sick to watch him. Do yeah, it. yeah. And how about this? Going I mean, all out. How about how about this? Even if even for the people that wanted Wentz, 
and wanted to keep Wentz. Go get him some help in the second round. I mean, first round, you let first of all, you yeah, you, you let CD Lamb slip. You, you let CD Lamb slip to the to your you know division rival. I mean, the Cowboys. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the year just, before we slept on Metcalf. Yeah, oh my God, terrible, terrible. I mean, yeah. go get him some help if you kept the guy that just got back from that injury. And exactly, maybe, playing with guys they picked up off the street. Exactly, <laughs> and, and that's been the that's been the whole story the last two years. You guys are playing with practice squad players, and you know, yeah. trying to get the job done. But it's just you know who can with that cast. And the, and the exactly. injuries, the injuries are killing killing. And the injuries guys. too, bro. Bad luck. Bad luck on top of not having a strong base at your team. I feel like you know, double whammy. You're fucked. But. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you guys. The just only need thing that. they got on their side is the, the rest of their conference, in my opinion. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah, the that's the least. Yeah, yeah, we know, uh, and definitely I know. Over here, being a Cowboys fan, I mean, yeah. we're we're in the same boat. I mean, we're crumbling, and the NFC East, or least, is just it's going down, and it's sad. It's sad. <laughs> and even when I thought Carson Wentz was doing pretty bad, and I was like, oh, maybe Miles Sanders steps it up. Now he's injured, apparently. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rieger, the dude we took, I like him a lot. Yeah, it's, just, yeah it's, it's a shame. Yeah, I mean, did got D-Jax, I mean, he hasn't been playing. <laughs> and Alshon Jackson, I mean, you got these guys sitting there, and they're never on the field. And it just doesn't doesn't benefit Wentz at all. So, I mean, and... Exactly, he don't get no help. So, it's hard to knock him, but it's just... It's poor coaching. You know, it's a poor quarterback. It's a poor... Poor luck all around. Just you know, it's brutal to be an Eagles fan right now. I can't lie. Hey man, like I said, I, I can feel the pain as a Cowboys fan in that same terrible division. But, I can't say the same as a Steelers fan. Man. <laughs> yeah, we know, we know, we know, we know about them Steelers. Man, five and zero. Shout out to them. But man, we got one more question for you, bro. Before we let you go tonight, man. Absolutely. Early Super Bowl prediction. Who you got? Wow, Kansas City. Hey, hey, Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City. Kansas City, right. man. Hey, I you think can't Mahomes. Go against them. Hey, man, I said it. Yeah, they I think could... he's the best quarterback. I think a quarterback gets you there. I got. I can't knock Mahomes. Oh, you can't. You can't doubt him. And uh, you know, I always say they could possibly two p. But hey, man, we like that take. We like. We appreciate you coming on yeah. this show, man. Shout out Danny V, man. <laughs> Shout out my yep. boy Dan Thanks from for taking the call, fellas. Definitely, man. Be oh, easy. Yeah. Stay Take safe care. out there, brother. Stay yep. safe, man. I'll see y'all soon. Yes, Definitely, sir. Man. Definitely. Peace. That was hey. Danny V with his take. <laughs> our boy Dan from Runnymede as our third and final caller tonight. So, again, man, this was another week with live callers coming in, giving their takes, talking their shit, repping their teams, where they're from. And we're just going to be doing it. We're coming with the heat every week, every episode, and we're going to be doing this a lot more often, y'all. So keep tuning in. And just keep looking out for them posts and them time slots coming because, again, we want to hear it. So Yeah, let us know who you're trying to talk your shit on, man. <laughs> We're trying to hear about week seven. It's an interesting NFL year and an NFL season. Um, crazy a lot one. of injuries, man. It's kind of messing me up. Yeah, it's just 2020. It's the theme, I guess. It's just terrible, man. Everything's falling apart this year. But, but I'm hearing some good things. I'm hearing Christian McCaffrey's might come back. I'm hearing... Devontae Adams finally is healthy. I'm hearing I'm hearing a lot of good things, yo. 
Yeah, man. So who knows? It's going to be a wild rest of the season. It feels like the longest season, hence the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> feels like the longest season ever in my entire yeah. life. But, so this is episode 19, though. So we're yeah, here. Thank you for rocking with us, man. We're about to hit 2K plays. About to hit approaching 2K plays, and we're approaching the 20th episode next week. So, you know, we're coming with the heat every week, every episode, as promised, y'all. Stay tuned. Stay and, up. Uh, next week, we've got a special guest, I think, man. Oh, definitely. You already know. You so, already yeah, know. Stay tuned and look out for that. Definitely be on the lookout and keep tuning in, y'all. And again, we just we appreciate the love and support every week. Week in, week out. Can't can't thank y'all enough. And I'm going to continue to say it. Yes, sir, man. We're going to keep right. going. That's it, man. So peace out. Everybody stay safe. Wear the masks. Use that hand sanitizer. And, and uh, go vote. Be safe. Yeah. <laughs> peace.